welcome to the Vibrant Living Podcast with Stacey Harmer. I'm so grateful you're here. I'm a certified holistic health and life coach and passionate about creating a vibrant life. We'll have conversations about nourishing your body, heart, mind, and soul, discovering your purpose and passion, and sharing your gifts with the world. Thanks for tuning in. This is episode 18, What I've Learned from Byron Katie. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. Super excited to connect with you today. I hope you're doing well. I'm doing fantastic, spending some time with my sweetheart and doing some exploring. Today, we got to see a lava flow, the real life lava <laughs> boiling over. It was pretty cool. Tomorrow, we're going to head out, do some snorkeling, and my husband has some diving. And man, we haven't been away together for a long time, really, since we adopted our little daughter, Lexi. And so, my older daughter is staying with my girls and we have some time to just reconnect. Much needed, having so much fun. Alrighty, well, I'm excited about today's episode about Byron Katie. Well, Isaac Newton once said, if I have seen further, it is by standing on the shoulders of giants. One of the things that I want to do in my podcast is share with you from time to time some of the people and work that I've been influenced by. I was introduced to the work of Byron Katie probably 10 years ago as I was going through my own healing journey. Her work has impacted my own healing and also how I coach others. She has many books, but two that I love are Loving What Is and The Work. So today's episode, I'll be summarizing the work and what she teaches. Parts of what I'll be sharing, I'm taking from her book. So the work of Byron Katie is a way to identify and question the thoughts that cause all the suffering in the world. It is a way to find peace with yourself and with the world. Anyone with an open mind can do this work. Well, Katie became severely depressed while she was in her 30s. And over about a 10-year period of time, her depression deepened. And the last two years, she says that she was seldom able to leave her bedroom. And one morning, from the depths of despair, she experienced a life-changing realization. She saw that when she believed her thoughts, she suffered. And then when she didn't believe her thoughts, she didn't suffer. What had been causing her depression was not the world around her, but what she believed about the world around her. And man, isn't that the truth? Our thoughts create our results. Well, in a flash of insight, she saw that our attempt to find happiness was backward. Instead of hopelessly trying to change the world to match our thoughts about how it should be, we can question these thoughts by meeting reality as it is and experience unimaginable freedom and joy. So as a result, a bedridden, suicidal woman became filled with love for everything life brings. And if you've ever had a chance to hear or listen to her speak, man, she is just radiating love and joy and peace. Well, I personally remember coming across her work as I was struggling to pull myself out of a deep depression. I had formed thoughts and beliefs after my daughter's passing that spiraled me down to a deep hopelessness and despair. I formed beliefs that landed me into a black hole that I could not get out of. Well, Katie developed a simple yet powerful method of inquiry called the work that showed people how to free themselves. 
The work is based purely on one woman's direct experience of how suffering is created and ended. It is astonishingly simple. It's accessible to people of all ages and backgrounds and really requires nothing more than a pen and paper and a willingness to have an open mind. So Katie saw right away that giving people her insights or answers was of little value. Instead, she offers a process that could give people their own answers. I love this because as I'm coaching people, it's not like, okay, I have the answers for you, but it's shining a light. When we can find our own answers, that is so powerful. Well, the first people exposed to her work reported that the experience was transformational. And she soon began receiving invitations to teach the process publicly. Well, this is what Katie says. The only time we suffer is when we believe a thought that argues with what is. When the mind is perfectly clear, what is, is what we want. If you want reality to be different than it is, you might as well try to teach a dog to fly. You can try and try, and in the end, the dog won't fly. And yet we often want reality to be different. If you pay attention, you'll notice that you believe thoughts like this dozens of times a day. Children should respect their parents. People should be kinder. My husband should agree with me. I should be in better shape. All these thoughts are really us wanting reality to be different than it is. If you think this sounds depressing, you're probably right. All the stress that we feel is caused by arguing with what is. I remember a little recorder going on in my brain for about two years after my daughter's passing. If only I had done this. If I would have done this differently. She should still be here. I must be a terrible mother. I've let my children down. I've let my family down and God down. I played this tape over and over in my brain, which caused the pain, sadness, guilt, depression, and more. I spiraled down. I didn't know what I was doing or setting myself up for the perfect storm. And I hadn't studied anything about personal development. That is honestly really why I even started down this path. I needed a way out. The thoughts were spinning in my head and creating the chemical reactions in my body as I was feeling all of the emotions that were going on because of the thoughts. I'd really never struggled with my thoughts before that I could have remembered, but now it was a constant. I didn't know what I was doing to myself. Well, Katie says that the work reveals that what you think shouldn't have happened should have happened. It should have happened because it did happen and no thinking in the world can change that. So that's so interesting. Sometimes it's hard to say that should happen, but I just know from experience if we're rolling it around in our head, trying to figure out why it shouldn't have happened, it does nothing but bring greater misery. I admit this can be a challenging concept because there are things in the world that we don't think should happen. It doesn't mean that you condone it or approve of it. It just means that you can see things without resistance and without the confusion of your inner struggle. That causes a lot of pain, that inner struggle. 
No one wants their children to get sick. No one wants to be in a car accident. But when these things happen, how can it be helpful to mentally argue with them? We know better than to do that. Yet we do it because we don't know how to stop. I live this so very personally. I argued with reality until it nearly killed me. Katie says, I'm a lover of what is. Not because I'm a spiritual person, but because it hurts when I argue with reality. We can know that reality is good just as it is because when we argue with it, we experience tension and frustration. We don't feel natural or balanced. When we stop opposing reality, action becomes simple, fluid, kind, and fearless. Another concept that Katie teaches is staying in your own business. She says that I can find only three kinds of business in the universe, mine, yours, and God's. So anything that's out of my control, your control, and everyone else's control, she calls that God's business. So much of our stress comes from mentally living out of our own business. She says, when I think you need to get a job, I want you to be happy. You should be on time. You need to take better care of yourself. I am in your business. How easy is it for us to be in other people's business? Sometimes we want other people to change or things for them more than they want for themselves, right? When I'm worried about earthquakes, floods, war, or when I'll die, I'm in God's business. And oh goodness, I know that we are all experiencing the pain that we are seeing from the war. Believe me. If I am mentally in your business or in God's business, the effect is separation. She talks about when she mentally went into her mother's business with a thought like, my mother should understand me. When she did this, she immediately experienced a feeling of loneliness and realized that every time in her life that she felt hurt or lonely, she had been in someone else's business. Okay, this is honestly pretty mind expanding. If you are living your life and I am mentally living your life, who is living mine? So let me say that again. If you are living your life and I am mentally living your life, who is living mine? We're both over there. And being mentally in your business keeps me from being present in my own. It's so easy for us to be in other people's business, right? Well, when we do that, I am separate from myself, wondering why my life doesn't work. To think that I know what's best for anyone else is to be out of my business. Oh boy, <laughs> this is so interesting. Sometimes we just want to control everything, right? But that's not our business. This is what I can like to bring up in when I'm coaching is I don't presume to know or try to influence what is right for you. I can simply be a mirror to show you your own brain. I can be curious and ask questions and guide, but that's about all. I have to admit, this is not always easy for me, or there are many times that I want to be in other people's business. Sometimes I want things more for others than they want them for themselves, or I may want things different for others than they want for themselves. So I've done this work. I'm trying to move more into you do you and I'll do me. And we can focus on loving what is. 
So Katie says that even in the name of love, it is pure arrogance to be in another person's business. She says the result is tension, anxiety, and fear. The idea is that most of us can't solve our own problems, let alone someone else's. Katie says, if you understand the three kinds of business, enough to stay in your own business, it could free your life in a way that you can't even imagine. So the next time you're feeling stress or discomfort, ask yourself whose business you're mentally in. And you may even burst out loud laughing, <laughs> realizing, oh my gosh, I'm not in my business. <laughs> that question can bring you back to yourself. And you may come to see that you've never really been present, that you've been mentally living in other people's business all your life. Just to notice that you're in someone else's business can bring you back to your own wonderful self. Another one of Katie's teachings, and it really is the foundation of my training at the Life Coach School, is a thought is harmless unless we believe it. It is not our thoughts, but the attachment to our thoughts that causes suffering. So attaching to a thought means believing that it's true without inquiry. A belief is a thought that we've been attaching to often for years I remember trying to convince my family of all these faulty thoughts I was holding on to when I was going through my depression. I believed them and no one could convince me otherwise, even though they tried and tried. It would have been nice if I had known this work back then, but loving what is accepts our journey. And now I can believe that this was always in the plan for me and my daughter and family. Most people think that they are what their thoughts tell them they are. Thoughts just appear. I've heard that we have around 60,000 thoughts per day. And Katie says that thoughts are like the breeze or the leaves on the trees or the raindrops falling. They appear like that. And through inquiry, we can make friends with them. Would you argue with a raindrop? Raindrops aren't personal and neither are thoughts. Once a painful concept is met with understanding, the next time it appears, you may find it interesting. What used to be the nightmare is now just interesting. The next time it appears, you might even think it's funny. The next time, you may not even notice it. This is the power of loving what is. Man, there's just a different energy about that, isn't it? The power comes when we get very curious about our thoughts. We can ask questions like, why am I choosing to think this? What am I making this mean? Is this true? We can also ask ourselves, whose business am I in? My own, another person's, or God's? Remember, our thoughts create our feelings, which drive our actions, which bring about the results in our lives. So it is a worthy endeavor to shine a light on your own thoughts. I strive to do a thought download each morning. This is where I simply empty out my brain and choose one thought to take it through the model, the CTFAR model, the circumstance, thought, feeling, action, result. Then we can see more clearly how our thoughts bring about our results. How come it's often easier for us to see what we think other people should be doing, how they should live, whom they should be with, 
we have 2020 vision about other people, right? But not necessarily about ourselves. Katie says that when you do the work, you see who you are by seeing who you think other people are. Eventually, you come to see that everything outside you is a reflection of your own thinking. Man, sometimes our work is it's simple, but it's so profound. Let me say that again. Everything outside of you is a reflection of your own thinking. You are the storyteller, the projector of all stories, and the world is the projected image of your thoughts. We are always going to find evidence for the thoughts we have. It's like putting on a pair of colored glasses. We see everything with that color on them. Since the beginning of time, people have been trying to change the world so that they can be happy. This hasn't ever worked because it approaches the problem backward. What the work gives us is a way to change the projector, our mind, rather than the projected. It's like when there's a piece of lint on a projector screen. We think there's a flaw on people on the screen. Have you ever seen that on an old projector? Well, we try to change this person and that person, whomever the flaw appears to be on next, but it's futile to try to change the projected images. Once we realize where the lint is, we can clear the lens itself. This is the end of suffering and the beginning of a little joy in paradise. You can check out Katie's work by going to thework.com. And you can hear more about her story and how she completely changed her life from a very deep depression to looking at the world in a whole new way. She's been teaching her vision and the way that she sees the world ever since. Well, the work includes four questions. One, you ask yourself, is it true? Two, can you absolutely know that it's true? Three, how do you react? What happens when you believe that thought? And four, who would you be without that thought? Then there's the turnaround. Her work is the foundation of the work I do and what I've been trained in doing in the Life Coach School on the model. Remember, we can change our own world with a thought turnaround. So there's power in your thoughts, looking at them, shining a light on them, going through the model, do your own self-coaching, and then choosing what you want your results to be by choosing a different thought, okay? Uh, lots of good stuff. And if you want coaching, I would love to be your coach. I take a handful of one-on-one -on -one clients, and we also do some group coaching in some of my programs. So please reach out to me if you feel like you need a coach. Man, it's super powerful. And I want to let you know that we have something really special coming up May 14th. Mark your calendars, please. You're going to want to be a part of our Vibrant Living Wellness Conference called Arise and Shine. It's going to be in Salt Lake City, Utah. We're going to have a number of speakers and vendors and music and beautiful experiences, a sound bath, meditation, um, lots of connection. Anyway, it's going to be a very, very special event. 
Saturday, May 14th, and it's going to be in person, but we will have a virtual option if you're not local, but it's so much fun to be in person. So I hope you can join us for that. Thank you everyone for tuning in today and can't wait to connect with you next time. Bye-bye.